So what types of design is required? That is very important questions. And in our approach, because you know, Waseda is a university which developed the first humanoid robot in the world. So we tend to prefer to make the robot human-like. So human shape is, you know, so of course, we all know you know, that that completes many different tasks by using both hands and both arms. So, of course, we can say that human shape is the best solution, of course. <laughs> but, uh, so, first is, you know, uh, especially in our approach, so we teach the robot the motion. So, uh, if the robot shape is similar to the humans, it's easy to the teaching it. So, uh, our first approach is to develop the, such a human robot. Uh, but then, uh, as I said, then, uh, we will take the, such a co-evolution process, which hardly is important <laughs> for the AI. And the AI will be healed back to that this part is important. This part is not, not needed, <laughs> something like this. So, uh, I'm not sure which shape will, will be uh, a final uh, such a uh, shape, uh, like the final design, uh, best design for the robot system. But then, uh, the first, first stages uh, will take the human shape, human-like uh, robot system. In this podcast, I'm sharing my passion and curiosity for soft robotics, where we share inspiring stories about the work we do and how we can push the limit. I am Mara Dweeney, and this is Soft Robotics Podcast. Support for this show comes from Science Robotics Journal. I really find science robotics to be a great resource for reliable and tangible research where we can really push the limit of the science we do in robotics. Great way to stay up to date with the published article is checking out the released monthly issue. All the links will be included in each episode description. We will also happen to have a regular conversation on the most published science robotic articles where also you can contribute with your question and thoughts about the research. Thanks, Science Robotics, for sponsoring Soft Robotics Podcast. How you would like to define yourself, like introduce yourself? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my name is Tetsuya Ogata, and I'm from Wasei University, Japan. So uh, I now mainly work on the AI and robotics, so uh, especially focus on the cognitive robotics, which uh, uh, aims to then understand the human cognitive process uh, by using the robot and the AI. Mm-hmm, great. Thank you, thank you. So maybe before going to your recent publication in Science Robotics, maybe the question I would like to ask you and I am, is about what is missing in robotics. Some people speaking about uh, if we see that uh, 100 years ago we have uh, the steam engine that make people life easier and uh, also in agriculture. But when we look to robotics uh, today, what is actually missing that make robotics more useful? And I, I think in your paper you you highlight this, how robots can help in opening doors, for example, this kind of still complex task. Thank you. So actually, in ten, in the case, and so some topics become popular, like human-robot interaction or pipe uh, walking robots. So actually, some of the aspects are quite become advanced. Uh, but I still uh, have the problem, especially in the so. Uh, 
kind of the skill of the humans, so how to imitate such kinds of the handling the object, how to complete the task in, in everyday life. So uh, it's often called the Moravec paradox. So uh, from the viewpoints of the AI researchers, so uh, it's very it's not actually not easy, but uh, some AI is a success to the handling the natural language processing, image recognition, but uh, still uh, very hard to the handling, for example, holdings and clothes. Or opening doors. <laughs> so, uh, this kind of task is human unconsciously, automatically is uh, completed done very easily. So, that means very difficult to explain, very difficult to the program in the robot systems. So, my target is how to uh, make the robots to complete this kind of the, so some task. It seems to be easier, but uh, actually very hard. And uh, I focus on the, some development and running process of the human child or babies to complete this kind of the task, how to, so actually teaching the robot to complete this. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's my focus and interest. And uh, mm -hmm. I think there's a very important uh, point of the now currently missing in the robotics field. Mm -hmm. So when it led to the problem of the, well, for example, handling object or opening the door or multi-modalities and, and the exactly. grasping, uh, can you tell us more about the approaching the problem? For example, you use perception and, and the deep learning and, and sensing here to figure out how to solve this problem like we have in human very easy. Can you tell us about the steps of the thinking about the problem and where do you think still the the interesting part is it about the design of the hand for example the the morphology or the more in the brain side to learn how this is a combination here okay so actually so then uh, the conventional robotics study is so usually they divide the two aspects in the so recognition and uh, motion generations. So the recognition person usually just focus on the how fast the shape of the object, what the size of objects. So uh, try to the uh, so information objects in the 3D image or something like this. And uh, this information uh, goes to the, such a motion planning part. Say so uh, calculate how to control the each joint to grasp it. But then I believe that you know, so some recognition is and could be merged in the two post processes. So object can be defined as a process of the so handling. So my uh, study is in the uh, so deep learning has some good aspects to the called end to end learning. So it directly connects to the input and output kind of not just connecting kind of coupling as a sequence of dynamics. So uh, uh, this kind of approach is very close to the human brain system. So we do not recognize the shape directly. It's always an associate some multimodal information to how to grasp it, how to feel the tactile senses. That kind of senses should be included for the uh, recognized object. Uh, such kind of approaches should be taken for the future robot system, I think. Mm -hmm. So we have to ask you about the cognition part, and so you try to have cognition and robotics. How, because if, if you can tell us how, what does it take to achieve this cognition, understand the cognition fully, because you use imitation learning, one of techniques in the robots, but if we speak about the cognition that's making the robots fully cognitive, cognitive here, what do you think of the approach is to make it cognitive, fully cognitive, yes, without imitation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So, especially so the in your field, the soft robotics, 
That is a very important、yeah. aspect to understand cognitive. So, 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 so for then,、uh, by using soft hands, it's、uh, very easy to grasp the object without the direct and precise so, shape or something like this. So, this, this process it should be so, include kind of the cognitive. So,、uh, so, cognitive always both aspects of the just sensory and the motor, so kind of coupling. So, that is my so, impression and based on my studies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the science robotics paper, can you tell us more about what's actually the problem you try to address in this research、uh, in the science robotics paper? And what do you think the contribution、uh, would be in the robot grasping or operating store, for example, and deep learning approaches here okay, that help in that?、Uh, yeah. Okay, there are so many two aspects. First aspect is how to use the machine learning technology for the robot systems. So, then currently, many people are interested in so,、uh, applying the machine learning to then, for the recognized object or to find some、uh, pairs or the,、uh, states and the behaviors, something like this. So,、uh, the machine learning usually so applied for obtaining some optimal model. To solve some such kind of problems. But in the actual in the real world, everything opens. So it's very hard to obtain the optimal, so such a perfect model to adapt in the real environment. They always have some kind of error between the such error and the real world. So, from the viewpoint of the robotics research or control people, it's very common to use the kinds of so,、uh, how to control to the decrease such kind of error. Between the model and the environment in real times, such a PID controller, something like this. So now, now they try to apply such kind of sense to the deep learning models. So, deep learning, so now we call it deep predictive learning. So, the model always t r y to predict the future image in the future of the world motions in the real times. And if there are some kind of the error, Uh, try to decrease such errors, not depends on the learning, but by changing the internal control, internal、uh, state, to, uh, by generating the motion or by changing the perception, the kind of internal state, to decrease the prediction. So,、uh, decrease the prediction error. So,、uh, that kind of sense is very、uh, fit to the error.、So, Like a real robot system, it actually works in the real world. So,、um, for example, so a robot makes some、uh, so to handling the object,、uh, but、uh, it's impossible to prepare the training data to then perform the complete the task. So, uh, uh, the robot needs to then make such a fee,、uh, adjust the feedback kind of the to decrease the error.、Yes. So, It's very common for the robotics people, but in my sense, I apply the such sense to the deep learning model with a very large dimension of the degree, like the image, and also the motion hand, arm, and the vehicles. Yes, that's one aspect. And the second aspect is how to the,、uh, complete some complex tasks,、uh, consists of the, some, some different types of tasks. In our studies of the science robotics, Uh, we divided the task to the three parts for approaching the door, to the opening the door, or the passing through the door. And、uh, each motion is trained to the different deep predictive models. And、uh, every module is simultaneously try to predict the future image and future motions. And、uh, some, some modules with the lowest prediction error is、uh, selected to complete the motions. 
Then the soul during the session changes, the module is automatically selected. Then the, the robot success to the computer door opening and passing through. That kind of the sense, so how to then design such a simple motion modules and how to coordinate it based on the prediction error. That is our basic idea. Mm-hmm. Great. Maybe I want to ask you what other may be open question, still maybe not addressed in the paper. Do you think in the, from your, the paper or your research here, or also in general in this aspect of the multitasking for a robot to grasp something going to work? What may be still open question, do you think, not addressed yet? Yes. Now, so now we achieved some tasks, but uh, so the next target is how to enhance our model to the more general tasks. And uh, in uh, sub- with the support of the Japanese cabinets, now we have started some big project called Moonshot, and uh, we already developed a very large robot which has enough uh, abilities to complete many different of tasks. But which uh, is still open problem: how to combine the such modules. What types of module is uh, uh, required and how to design each module? So, uh, actually, so uh, it's uh, often happened some modules conflict each other if the, the number of them increase. Uh, for example, so the, in the case of the human, uh, he has uh, some experience of the baseball. He is an orphan and not good at tennis or golf. <laughs> so a very similar task, but the goal is completely different. So such kind of modules often conflict each other. So, uh, so such kinds of generalizations and uh, such different types of modules will be the very big problems. But um, the next in, uh, two years, three years, we will enhance the uh, target task and uh, such a uh, such, uh, very great robot systems. I don't know how do you think about the design here, about the generic design, if you scale the robot design. If there is any limitation when you scale it to larger scale? Actually, isn't us to open problems, I think. So uh, uh, actually, in our laboratories, uh, we collaborate in some company. We complete some different types of the tasks, so folding clothes and uh, wearing and, uh, weighings, uh, powder and liquid, and many different types of tasks is uh, completed by our ta- approaches. But uh, so uh, still, you know, we are not obtain uh, clear uh, design policy to the how to combine these, these kinds of the tasks. So uh, uh, maybe in the first reason, uh, so how to design such a primitive modules, and the second process, the how to connect these to the more symbolic process where the could be the, uh, included some pr- planning. So uh, how to combine, how to control the sequence. It. So uh, uh, now then, some students started to use uh, include uh, natural language process with the deep learning models to the, our models uh, to understand uh, so uh, language sentences and corresponding to the real environment in stations. So actually now then, many deep learning models are very good at use, uh, handling natural languages, but uh, they usually usually handling only the text. Well, sometimes images, uh, but not so common to the handling the robot system. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, this is 
さあで、えー、ディープマインズのあそリリースのガットそれをあとインクルードメディファインズタスクズクービーマージズワンニューラルネットワークスまたな that kind of approach will be very important to the、uh, for the next go to the next steps to how to、uh, symbolize each behavior module how to combine it something like this、mm-hmm. maybe on task you there is limitation in the in the paper for example And maybe in general, the way of solving this problem, do you think maybe there's also limitation or something? Maybe this list misunderstood how to、um, enhance performance, for example, of the tasking here, multitasking for the ARM robot, for example. What maybe limitation do you think in the paper or maybe in general for solving this problem? Limitations. So, okay, I, I want. Approach is、ね、so based on the kind of so,、uh, imitation learning. So now human controls the robot. Then, then so by with such an、uh, experience to the、uh, complete task, the robot now t r y to generalize such kind of tasks.、Uh, so but that means and,、uh, so uh, the experience is limited. So human can give. So,、uh, we need to then add more as a、uh, function、so、for exploit, how can I say, to find the new types of behavior like the,、uh, reinforcement learning, such kind of technologies in the now t h e y taking. Actually, then using real robots is very hard to then,、uh, repeat and try and process usually. So,、uh, that might be、uh, so a very future, future works. But、uh, I expect it to then, so a robot to make some kind of strategy and try to find new, st- new behaviors, new ways to solve the problems. And that is also a future work. Maybe from the hardware side, what you said about the sensors designs, for example, do you think there's limitation for multimodality sensing here?、Okay. For, yeah. Yes, actually, so、uh, in the、uh, science robotics papers, we only use in a vision.、Uh, but in other papers, we use in a sort of The torque sensors and tactile sensors. So, actually, in the last year, we、uh, gave the best paper award in the NICRA, in the cognitive robotics. And in that paper, s we uh, uh, used、uh, rich information from the tactile sensing and the torque sensors. And、uh, so, our modules and the f-、uh, framework and、uh, deep predictive learning can be and handle such kinds of information、uh, almost the same way、uh, in the, such a visual systems. Uh, so, uh, the sensory information, so tactile sensor is usually very hard to handle, <laughs>、uh, so very complex information. But uh, uh, by using such learning approaches, we could use、uh, such information very effectively for the robot system. So, uh, uh, now so we also to,、uh, investigate what type of sensor is、uh, required to complete the tasks.、Uh, yes, that is.、Uh, so Uh, now we call the co evolution between the hardware and software. So which type of hardware is important and what type of the information can be processed in the AI? So, robot and AI is co evolved by interacting with each other. So such kinds of approach is also very important.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I want to ask you if do you hold、uh, maybe different views when it comes to solving this problem, for example, or maybe something you can pick in. Other tasks, maybe in robotics, you think maybe you have different views about how we can 
really reach the goal and solve the problem. Do you have any different views when it comes to solution for robots multitasking, for example? Ah, okay. So maybe you know, as I mentioned before, so some people you know, uh, like to the modeling the world completely. It's and actually the ways and the different one is uh, so a human try to make some physical model and uh, try to predict in perfectly uh, or sometimes apply the very small feedback models also. but uh, usually the modeling is very important and uh, so uh, in the data spaces or, or other people like to use machine learning uh, to modeling the world but uh, always uh, so such uh, researchers prefer to uh, try to uh, obtain the perfect model so uh, as, as much as possible yeah actually that approach is of course very important uh, i know but uh, at the same time uh, we have to notice that uh, it's impossible <laughs> to obtain the perfect model right? so uh, uh so humans actually always to then accept some prediction error during generated emotions we for example we cannot see the real scenery <laughs> so uh, often it happens missing the many small information which can, which uh, not directly it's uh, related to our behavior. Uh, for example, the is watching a scenery. If the, so, some world color is changes gradually, people usually don't notice it. <laughs> so, uh, such kind of uh, so uh, cognitive process is often says and it's a problem. So humans uh, easily cheating about such kind of information. But uh, I, I mean, I think that is very important. So by uh, by uh, the function of the selected, which part of the sensory, which part is motion is important. So by selecting such kinds of the function, is so uh, help to the complete the task. So uh, which called the kind of attention. So attention is and so uh, now the attention is many many uh, different types of the uh, architecture is proposed in the deep learning areas. So uh, it means that here attention means and so by focusing the some path, then the so uh, prediction error will be decreased. Yeah. So for the decrease prediction errors and attention is automatically generated. Such kind of sense is very important. So uh, again, so uh, not make not making the perfect model to accept so then such kind of error, then how to handle the such kind of prediction error. That kind of sense is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. How do you see the redundancy to to be adaptable to scenario yeah. like the failure yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. Very good question. So we need to prepare the both sides of the hardware and the software to handle such a redundancy. Mm -hmm. For example, in our cases, and for just opening door, the robot has two hands, <laughs> two arms. Mm -hmm. So which are of course very redundant systems. But uh, so that it could be helped to the robot takes a different way to the handling the object. And uh, of course, in the form of the sense of the software, we need to prepare the many different types of modules to solve the same target, same object. So uh, uh, it uh, should be designed by the humans sometimes, and also we expect the networks and sort of organize such a redundant mechanisms uh, with uh, data. Here I mean the data is not just a pattern with labeling, but 
just a kind of experience. So robots actually work here, then the sensory change like this. Or a sensor is changing the behavior generated like this. This kind of the experience, so, so embodied data, such is a kind of the sensor is very important to the, uh, so find so many different ways to solve the, uh, such a target. But uh, yes, once failure is uh, needs to robot to talk, uh, kind of, uh, keep the try and error. Try and error means so a robot need to have the function to generate some hypothesis. So uh, well, this way fails. Then this way could be, but not convinced it. <laughs> so that kind of the process is very difficult usually. So uh, um, now the, uh, we our robot cannot adapt to such kind of the uh, process, trying that process. But uh, in near future, we try to that kind of the, uh, target here. We try to do design robots, for example, solve the task, opening door, or mixing mm. our multi-modalities, uh, multi-modalities, here sensing and also tasking. How do we make sure, since you work also, also for companies, and how do we make sure this kind of design is useful? That something mm, very, will be useful, yeah. Very good question. Actually, so now, uh, recently it's in a project and as I aim to the robot which could work on the multiple task. So now our deep uh, predictive learning framework could be applied to different targets, different types of tasks. It's okay just preparing such experience with the data, then be able to complete it. So what types of design is required? That is very important questions. And in our approach, uh, because you Waseda know, is a uh, university which developed the first humanoid robot in the world. So uh, we tend to prefer to make the robot human-like. So human shape is, you know, so of course, we all know then, that that completes many different tasks by using both hands and both arms. So of course, we can say that human shape is the best solution, of course. <laughs> but uh, so first is, in a, uh, especially in our approach, so we teach the robot the motion. So uh, if the robot shape is similar to the humans, it's easy to the teaching it. So uh, our first approach is to develop such a human robot. Uh, but uh, as I said, uh, we will take the, such a co-evolution process, which hardly is important <laughs> for the AI. And the AI will be healed back to that this part is important. This part is not, not needed, something like this. So uh, I'm not sure which shape will, will be uh, a final uh, such a uh, shape, like the final design, uh, best design for the robot system. But uh, the first, first stages uh, will take the human shapes, human-like uh, robot systems. Maybe a quick question. Do you think Tencent was at the university focusing on the human shape? Do you think it's related to social acceptance or besides what you mentioned? Mm -hmm. Is it also for social acceptance or what are our reasons for choosing human-like? Okay, so, uh, so uh, actually, just, uh, just, uh, so the uh, professors who developed the human, uh, first human robot is Professor Ichiro Kato, uh, my, my old, old supervisor. And uh, uh, he said me in a very personal me. <laughs> so uh, he actually wanted to be the philosopher. <laughs> but uh, at that time, so uh, very old, actually, so we cannot, I think, uh, I don't think that we cannot use this comment. But he 
if he will be the philosopher, he have to go to the wall. Actually, sometimes the World War II, but so he so moved to shifted his interest to the such an engineering path to the natural development. But he cannot so uh, spoil his dream to be a philosopher. So then he started uh, actually also influenced by many movies and uh, like uh, so. Uh, I forget the English name, but uh, many, many uh, European movies and, uh, described uh, such a robot, human-like robot. And uh, he started to develop the human-like robot to understand the humans. So, for example, the, on, for 20 years ago, actually, so, uh, it's very hard to develop the wiped walking robot. So, because, uh, as I said, so it's very hard to explain why we can walk. <laughs> So, so we cannot make the clear problem, pro, uh, programs for the working. Uh, so he says, if we could develop the, such a robot working, then the, uh, such kind actually it's not completely the same as the humans, but the, some parts must be similar to the human beings. So he told me that uh, I should make the model to the human's mind, human's emotions. I'm just interested in the learning part, <laughs> so uh, I would like to just make the intelligent robot. But um, he said, you need, I need to study the brain and the nervous system much and more and more, and try to understand the human cognitive process, human consciousness, human mind, by using a robot system. 30 years ago. <laughs> so, very old, old days. So, I was, I was quite surprised to hear that you know, at that time, not so, yeah, still now, it's not so common to then, try to understand the human mind, human consciousness by using robot systems. But then, uh, his such kind of uh, attitude and style is quite strongly influenced me. So, I continue on the work as uh, such a human-like robot with neural networks. Of course, not uh, impossible to uh, copy the human, but try to imitate some small parts of the human skills. So, one of the examples is such an opening door. Uh, so, yes, so actually, social acceptance, of course, is important. So, Japanese people like the human like robot, actually. <laughs> so, for me. But, uh, yes, uh, so in base of uh, my studies, to uh, uh, try to understand human beings through the human robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great answer. Maybe I want to ask you about embodied cognition, embodied intelligence here. You mentioned really good points about the brain and the body, and uh, maybe sometimes we see that we are not optimal. We can't hold, for example, many things with our hand. Do you think when you think about the design, maybe there's, of course, the human mind is very interesting and there's a lot of st- stuff to be revealed, but the morphology, the embodied, to embody this intelligence, do you think, let's go something beyond the hand, do you think there's other ways to achieve uh, maybe optimal design, adaptable, let's say adaptable, but increasing the efficiency, since maybe if we had six fingers, seven fingers, I don't know, the different shape, the kind of twist, what I, I'm just making up, but I'm just, you see what I mean, different shape, beyond what we have as a human. So, actually, so now, sorry, I can answer as clearly that question. Actually, I always focus on the humans. But uh, some people, some especially robotics researchers, are interested in many, many different types of living creatures. Right? So uh, try to imitate uh, 
snake, try to imitate an insect. And all kinds of these living things is, has some kind of optimal shapes. Because they now live in the world, they seem to be could mm. adapt to their environment. So uh, that kind of shape, many type, different types of shapes in such a living creatures, living things. So uh, that it could be introduced as uh, some uh, optimal solu- uh, good solution to the computer task. So uh, now uh, uh, many, many discussions and uh, also many uh, strategies how to understand such a morphology, but mm, uh, still very hard. Yeah, actually, soft robotics is one of the top... Maybe the last uh, question. Uh, if there is an advice you can give to someone interested in robotics, maybe you'll ask... I'm very new to robotics. There are many, many, many problems. But if someone starting new in the field, what kind of advice do you think to start with? If you are really new to robotics, yeah, yeah. Maybe also question about what could be exciting for you in this, in that research you do, the exciting moment, and maybe sometimes also sometimes something surprising, exciting. So of course, in a so conventional approach, it's not right modeling the old physical system for the robot system. Of course, I'm very exciting. So, sometimes I now show that I say for the study on the human robot and neural networks, not everyone calls the deep learning. So, to understand the human cognitive process, humans in consciousness, such kind of process, we call the cognitive research with skills and developing the hardware. Uh, it's very preliminary on such AI study. It's not so common so, in robotics AI now <laughs> so, uh, they really interested uh, in the image processing. Usually it's on a very small robot, like the infant so robot, many and uh, which are controlled a very small object or a very clear square or box. Actually, so translation or recognition can be completed without concept in such a development process. Many people now recognize that we need to enhance the function such concepts of body, for example, if we recognize the one. So one of the examples is so copies recognize that can control target for the drinking, target for the washing, target for and easy to the broken. So any kinds of the possibilities in here, they actually so AI such as just labeling the system because there is no effect to the fields and some connection. Robotics is always recognize the importance how to have industrial applications subjective view so with the body system is very important to understand human intelligence embodied maybe the last question if there is an advice you can give to someone interested in robotics maybe you'll ask I'm very new to robotics. There are many, many, many problems. But if someone starting new in the field, what kind of advice you can give? With a real hardware, not simulated. If you are really new to robotics, it's also very, very interesting. So it actually works in the real world. 
そうそんなのとは言ってシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーションのシミュレーション ロボティクスリサーチャーは、タイプスリメージのロボットを使って、ハウトゥーハンドルのロボットを使って、ロボットを使って、モデルシミュレーションイズシミュレーションそうそうリアルワールドイズオーベイズベリーオープンそう I expect is a researcher who work on hardware try to introduce the sense of the intelligence study artificial intelligence study will reach to the next AI AI ロボットシステムさ that is my hope yeah that's a very very good point Maybe I don't know if you have any final words you'd like to say, maybe for people listening, robotics community. Any final words you'd like to say? Final words?、Oh, yes,、uh, this is my, my just all about final words. But uh, yes, uh, uh, also, so, uh, as you mentioned about、uh, social acceptance, that is also very important. So,、uh, actually, this work is in the, after the release. Uh, Newsweek's、uh, so、taken our studies and、uh, published. But the title is uh, so uh, uh, smart or creepy or something like this. <laughs> that means so, 
some people feel the kind of fearness, <laughs> so they are afraid of. The... Just to keep repeating the opening door 15 times. Okay. Uh, but uh, some people so imagine that this robot reaches our human level of intelligence or uh, makes to uh, becomes to some dangerous existence to the human beings. So uh, we need to explain more and more our robot systems. So our paper tried to include to the, uh, some explanational, uh, explanational parts so to try to visible to the what type of image now robot predict, what type of uh, so image now robot to try to reach or something. Like that. So uh, that is uh, could be uh, good sh uh, to show the, uh, uh, so to understand the robot itself. Not, not need to then uh, afraid, <laughs> need to be afraid. It. So yeah, so uh, we need to then uh, connect the researcher with us, like the social science people to then prepare which type of framework to the needed to explain to everyday people what times in the law is required to the apply our systems and in the everyday life. Yeah. That is also important aspect and now our project try to include such kind of researcher from a social science.